بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yinfa' wa min qalbin la yakhsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَا يُسْمَعْ Verily, Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit, and from a heart that has no fear, and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment, and from a dua that goes unanswered, and from a dua that goes unanswered. To proceed, Ikhwan, فَنَوَاسِلُوا مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ min al-Rahman al-Rahim. So we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Mustafidan or Mustafidina min ilmi al-Hadith, min ilmi al-Hadith. As we're continuing to learn from deriving benefit from the science of al-Hadith, from the science of الحديث والمقصود بعلم الحديث هنا في هذه الليلة مصطلح الحديث مصطلح الحديث 
And when we say the science of hadith tonight, we're talking about the technical meanings of al-hadith. Mustalah al-hadith. Mustalah al-hadith. وَهَذَا الدَّرْسِ فَتَحْنَاهُ قَبَلُوا فِي شَهْرِ الْمُبَارِكِ رَمَضَانَ وَنَوَاسِلُ فِيهِ إِنْشَاءَ تَعَالَى حَتَّى نُتِمَّ حَتَّى نُتِمَّ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى لَيْنَا جَمِيعًا So this class here actually we began in the month, the blessed month of Ramadan and we're going to continue inshaAllah ta'ala until we, hoping that we have the honor to finish the likes of this class, this book Bidnillahi ta'ala Fakullukum hafidtum bidayata hadha al-kitab وَلَعَلَّكُمْ كُنْتُمْ تُرَاجِعُونَهُ إِنْشَاءَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى فَالْمَرَاجَعَةُ مُهِمُ فَكُلُّ طَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ يَا إِخْوَانِ يَحْتَاجُ إِلَىٰ الْمَرَاجَعَةِ So most of you, almost all of you memorized the beginning of this book وَالْحَمْدُلِّلَّهِ And we hope that you guys are making review إِنشَاءَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى As every student of knowledge is in need of taking time out to go over the lesson يَا إِخْوَانِ لَابُدَّ مِنَ Rijalan kanu aw nisa'a Rijalan kanu aw nisa'a We have to take time out to make muraja'a The brothers have to do this Likewise the sisters ya ikhwan Al-kibar wa sigar The elders, likewise the youth La'budda min al-muraja'a It's a must that we take time out to go over the knowledge Wal-awla idha la'abdu ya'khudu shakhsan akhar Sadiqan lahu aw sadiqatan laha لِيُسَاعِدَهُ فِي هَذَا أو فِي هَذِهِ الْمَرَاجَعَةِ And it's better that you don't review alone. It's better that you take a partner, a companion, a classmate, a friend for the sisters, their companions, their sister friends and the likes. For the brothers, take a companion. كَمَا نُرَاجِعُ الْقُرْآنَ نُرَاجِعُ الْحَدِيثَ وَعُلُومَ الْفِقْهِ وَعُلُومَ مَادِ الْعَرَبِيَّةِ just as we go over Quran and Hadith and issues of the Arabic language and Al-Fiqh It's all of us are in dire need of Quran of taking time out for the Muraja'ah Every student of knowledge يحتاج إلى وقت لعلم جديد ويحتاج إلى الوقت للمراجعه Every student of knowledge has to break down their days for the new knowledge and break down their days for the old knowledge to keep it fresh. فَمَسْمُ صَاحِبِ هَذَا الْكِتَابِ وَنَأْخُذُ دَرُسًا فِي الْمُسْتَلَحِ So who remembers the name of the author of the book from our Mustalah Hadith class? Sheikh Ma'ara, Tfadda. Muhammad ibn Taha وَهَذَا الْقَوْلِ Some scholars, the scholars يَخْتَلِفُونَ بِاسْمِهِ They differ over his name. Some scholars say his name is Muhammad ibn Taha. Other scholars say, our sisters, about his name. Marajatunna. Huh? Our sisters didn't review that, but I think the sisters want to come in here. Or some scholars say Muhammad ibn Taha. They differ. Some say Taha ibn Muhammad. Some say Muhammad ibn Taha. Some even say Umar. Some say his name is Umar. Some say his name is Muhammad. And some say his name is Taha. Ali Kullin Nusammihi Taha ibn Muhammad. 
So we're going to go with some scholars who say Taha ibn Muhammad al-Bayquni Al-Bayquni Al-Shaykh Ahmed Mu'addinuna wa shaykhun lana Fi hadha al-masjid Dhakarana bi sunnati Bilal Andama aradan yu'addin Our beloved Shaykh Ahmed Hafizullah Ta'ala Our beloved brother, beloved Shaykh He reminded us of a sunnah Of Bilal When he called the Adhan What did he do? He left and went outside. Is it obligatory for the Mu'addin to go outside and call the Adhan? Is it obligatory? The answer is no. But it's a Sunnah of Bilal. Can you Adhinu Bilalun? That Bilal used to call the Adhan outside And that's the origin Naam, our beloved sister The sister said they were wondering If today was a Sula Talatha I think I got the wrong date Toy no answer. It's okay with our beloved daughters and our beloved sisters. نمشي في المصطلة اليوم ونأخذ العقيدة غدا إذا أنتن توافقون معنا. We'll let the sisters decide, inshallah Taala, as they reminded us of this point. Either we continue the mustala as we began slightly, or if the sisters don't mind, we continue. If they prefer the aqidah tonight, then we'll switch the aqidah and do the mustala tomorrow. I think it's better to do the hadith today because yesterday we did 40 hadith and then today. Hadith and hadith. That would be nice. So we'll let our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters decide, inshallah ta'ala. Ida antunna turiddana aqidatan al layla, nakhudu aqidatan. Ida antunna la tubalina bi al mustalah, namshi fil mustalah. We're okay with you guys, okay with it? Jamilan. That may be nice. Sheikh Mara has a good point. We do hadith and hadith. We're memorizing 40 hadith tomorrow, uh, yesterday, and then we do mustalah hadith today. That will be nice. And then tomorrow, somebody remind me, Ikhwan, tomorrow is, what's tomorrow? Arbi'ah, Wednesday. Tomorrow's tafsir, and then khamis will be aqidah. So we gotta write it down. Must, uh, 40 hadith, bayquni, a mustalah hadith, the principles of tafsir, by Shagodameen, we decided Shagodameen or Ibn Taymiyyah, Shagodameen is smaller. Let's do what that means. And then Thursday we do Aqidah. Friday we don't have a class. And then Saturday, no class. And then Sunday we have Fiqh. Monday the brothers and sisters have Arabic, Tuesday. Monday, uh, Imam Ayub, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Toy, inshallah we make this message like a university. Inshallah. May Allah bless you all. Then we have the children's class, Saturday and Sunday. We need a night for the sisters. We got to... It's a sunnah, ya ikhwan, to have a night for the women. So we'll try to put that together, inshallah, also. One of these nights, have a class for the women. That's a sunnah also. Can the Nabi, alayhi salatu salam, ya'khudu yawman linnisa. The Prophet of Allah used to take a day for the women. فَمَنْ يُرِيدُ أَنْ يَبْدَأَ أَوْ أَنْ يَقْرَأَ مِنْ بِدَائِتِ الْكِتَابِ بِرَفْعِ الصَّوْتِ Who can recite the beginning of the book with... Uh, Raising his voice or her voice. 
in the book of Mustal Abekuniya. Who can recite, raising their voice so we all can hear? Fadda. Abdaw bil hamdi musalliyan ala Muhammadin khayri nabiyin ursila wa di min aqsam al hadithi idda wa kullu wahidin ata wa hadda awwaluha sahih wa huwa matasal isnaduhu wa lan yashudda aw yu'al yarwihi adlun dabitun an mithlihi mu'tamadun fi dabtihi wa naqlihi wal hasan al ma'ruf turqan wa ghadat rijaluhu la kasahih ishtaharat wa kullu ma an rutbah ma an rutbati al husn qasr wa huwa al dha'if wa huwa aqsam in kathur the Imam he begins by saying, I begin bilham, sending praise, meaning upon Allah, Musallian Allah, sending salutations upon Muhammadin, Khairi Nabiin Ursila, upon Muhammad, the best of the prophets that have been sent. Men yudakiruna bil faruq baina al-nabi wal-rasul. Who can give us a difference between the Prophet and the Messenger? Fadda. Ah. Basically, a Messenger is sent to a group of disbelievers with a set of new rules. Okay. Prophet is there to reinforce the rule that the Messenger gave. I sent, I sent. Had the cold, had the jameen. That's the position and that's a beautiful position. Fadda. A Messenger is one who is obligated mm. to spread the message of Islam while a prophet is not. The messenger is oblig uh, obligated to spread it and the messenger is not. The prophet. And the prophet is not. Tayyip, Jamil and Aydah. Sheikh Hassan, Tfadda. Dip between a prophet and a messenger. The prophet sent with a book and the messenger wasn't. Prophet sent with a book, messenger wasn't. Labat, Jamil and Same as mine. You agree? One of our daughters, one of our sisters, at Al Faruqu Bain al Nabi wal Rasul. The difference between the Prophet and the Messenger. Both of them were sent from Allah delivered the message And the Messenger is commanded to convey it. Ta'ir. Aysaru ta'arif wa aysaru ta'abir wa kulukum ala sawab. Everything you are mentioning is correct. We'll give you the easiest. Well, some of you mentioned it already. Kilahuma umira. Kima ta'ir. Al-Rasul wal-Nabi Anza Allah Ta'ala alayhima bil-wahi Both of them Allah Ta'ala revealed revelation upon Both of them Lakin Al-Rasul umira bil-tabliq But the messengers are commanded to convey it They both are Yastaqbilani ar-wahi min Allah Ta'ala They both receive revelation they both receive revelation, but only one of them is commanded to convey it. فَتَعَلَّمْنَا مَثَلًا ثُمَّ نَأْمُرُ بَعْضَكُمْ بِالتَّبْلِيغِ هذا الفرق بين الرسول والنبي All of us we learn. So now we're going to command some of you to go to this masjid in this city in that state to convey what you learn. That's the difference. Uh, I sent. Our beloved brother reminding of, of, of an ayah, O Messenger, convey what have been sent down to you from your Lord. Jamila, I sent. Ta'ib. Fa, Limada qala khayri nabiyyin. 
Why is it the author saying, I'm sending salutations upon the best of the prophets? Huh? Because he didn't mention his name. So he didn't mention his, his name, but why is he describing Muhammad like that? Alayhi salam. Khayri Nabi. He said, Abda'u bil hamdi musallian ala Muhammadin. Khayri Nabiyan ursila. He says, I began this book praising, meaning Allah, sending salutations upon Muhammad, the best. Of the prophets. Why is he calling him the best of the prophets? Because his people are the best. Because his people are the best. You can say that. Okay. Allah Ta'ala says in uh, Surah You, the Muslims, are the best of mankind that have been brought from the people. And, he's, uh, huh? and also, he's going to be the first one. So he's going to be the first. Since he's the first, he's the best. Right? The Messenger of Allah says an authentic hadith. This is a proof that many scholars use to say that Muhammad is the most elite of all the prophets. Some say Ibrahim, some say Musa. The strongest opinion is Muhammad This is one of the proofs that they use. Some scholars say Musa because he's mentioned the most in the Quran. Some scholars say Ibrahim because he's the Abu Al-Anbiya, the father of the prophets and messengers. At any rate, the Rajih is Muhammad is the most elite. The best of the prophets. As he said in authentic hadith, I am Sayyidu Bani Adam. I am the Sayyid, the leader of the children of Adam. So this includes the messengers and the prophets from all of the children of Adam. Muhammad is the leader of them. He's the Sayyid of them, as he mentions. One of our daughters had their hands up. Fadli. Then he continues And the categories of hadith They are numerous And each one of them Has a meaning The first of them What's the them First of what First of the categories of hadith Is the hadith al-sahih why, from all of the types of hadith, does the Imam start off with authentic hadith? Why is that number one? It's the strongest. It's the strongest. And the most famous of the types of hadith. One of our daughters. How many types of hadith are there? MashaAllah, all of them three. Allahu Akbar. What are they? Sahih? Hasan Daif. Ta'i, our beloved brothers asking, Ma ma qawlukum anil mawdu'ah? What do you guys say about the mawdu'ah hadith? Man yujib. Mawdu'ah is going to enter the da'if. I sent. Mawdu'ah huwa qismu min aqsam al-da'if. Mawdu'ah is a category from the categories of da'if. So the categories hadith, no matter how much you chop them down, you're going to end up with three. You're going to start off with 40, maybe 35, 38, 
Ibn Salah mentions more than 30. Our beloved Sheikh here mentions 30 something. You keep chopping and chopping and chopping the tree and chopping the tree, you're going to end up with three. Sahih, Hasan, and Daif. How many categories of Sahih? Ah, two. How many categories of Hasan? Two. Two. And Daif, Kathirun Jiddin. And Daif, many categories of Daif. Akhtaru Kitab, Min Qismin Daif. Most of the book is not about Hadith, it's not about Sahih, it's not about Hasan, it's about Daif. Sahih is only two, Hasan is two. The remaining of the categories are Daif. Daif. We're going to give you a piece of poetry. One or two. We want you to write these, these poetries down, inshallah. Maybe we'll give you. We'll see, inshallah. Ta'ala. Before that, who said this? Al Isnadu min al Deen. Who said this? The chain of narration is from Al-Islam. And if it was not for the chain of narration, anyone can say whatever they wanted to say. Abdullah Mubarak. Abdullah Mubarak, I sent. Tayyip. Abdullah ibn Mubarak, he used to say a famous statement. Memorize this statement if you wish. Al-Isnadu min al the chain of narration is from the religion. It's from Islam. And had it not been for the chain of narration, anyone could say whatever he wants to say. How would you know? Any person comes and he says, The Messenger of Allah says, and he fabricates a hadith. How would you know it's a lie? How many times we hear in some of our masajid, the Imam, the Khatib is given the Jumu'ah, and he says, as Allah Ta'ala says, and he mentions a hadith. Or he says, and the Prophet of Allah says, and he mentions a verse. So knowledge, from the qualities of knowledge, may Allah make us and you knowledgeable, ya ikhwan, of this religion. May Allah make us true students of knowledge. What does knowledge do? Knowledge protects you from lying upon Allah and lying upon the Messenger, alayhi salatu salam. كَمْ مَرَّةً نَسْمَعْ قَالَ how many times you hear many masajid, many books. The person says the Prophet of Allah said, and he mentions a weak hadith. That's a lie upon the Messenger. And the Messenger of Allah he says, as it comes in the hadith of Ali. And in the hadith Al-Mughira, he says, Whoever lies upon me intentionally, then let him prepare to take his seat in the hellfire. 
Abada. So anytime you don't know if the hadith is authentic or not, don't say the Prophet said it. If you don't know if the Messenger of Allah said it, don't say he said it. So how can we say? What, do we, what can we say? Hey, Oh, we can say? If it's weak, but then why would you narrate it from the Prophet if you know it's weak? The hadith is weak? Yeah. It has a foundation that Imam Norway builds his book upon that hadith. That is a hadith that is, is weak. They say, they say, the Messenger of Allah said, alayhi salatu salam, man hafidhu arba'ina haditha min ummati dakhul al-jannata. Wa hadith da'if. They say, the Prophet of Allah says, whoever memorizes 40. That's why 40 hadith was mentioned. That's why Imam Norway, he wrote that book. Whoever memorized from my ummah 40 narrations will enter into the Jannah. However, it's a weak hadith. It's a weak hadith. Some scholars, our beloved brother, he says, Yarwi a hadith and da'ifa. Some scholars, they teach which hadith are weak to test the students. Also, so you can stay away from them. There's many mujalla books of weak hadith. Why is these hadith important? So you'll know that they're weak. They say that the Prophet said, they say, the Prophet said, Seek knowledge even if it's in China. He laughed. He knows the hadith is weak. Sheikh Albani says it's fabricated. But the meaning is correct. If the scholars are in China, what are we going to do? We're going to go to China. We're going to grab our families, our children, our masjid, our, our daughters, our sons, and we're going to go, why are you going to China? That's where the knowledge is. You go to the knowledge. You go to the people of knowledge. Some scholars, they say, before you travel abroad to learn from the people of knowledge in this land or that land, you exhaust your revenues, your, 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 your efforts from the scholars and the students of knowledge in your area. When you learn from them, now you go. Sometimes you see the system, when I get to Egypt, I'm going to be a student of knowledge. And then in America, she doesn't learn anything. Sometimes the brothers are the same. Sometimes Sometimes we're the same way. When I get overseas, yeah, I'm going to go to class. When I get, you just watch, mashallah. I'm going to be a student of knowledge when I get to Africa. He's in America, he doesn't study nothing now. So you want to be a student of knowledge somewhere, and you try to be a student of knowledge where you are, yeah. Every message should have classes. Wallah, yeah. Sometimes it saddens us when you go to certain communities in America traveling and you don't have classes. Every masjid should have classes. 
حلقات العلم في حفظ القرآن وفي حفظ السنة وفي العربية وفي الفقه للنساء والرجال وكذلك الصغار كل مسجد ما يخوان every مسجد she have some classes classes in Quran classes in Hadith you have to learn Quran and Hadith classes in Arabic classes in Al-Fiqh for the men and the women and the children يخوان and the children how are we going to follow the Quran and Sunnah? How can we follow Quran and Sunnah if we don't know the Quran and Sunnah? That's why some of the brothers they say, You don't teach the Madahib books. Why don't you do that? That's true, Yaqwan. We don't really focus on the Madahib books. But there's a lot of good in them. But we learn. Before you can get to this shaykh said, and this shaykh said, and this madhab said, and this madhab said, let's focus on what Allah said. Let's focus on what the Messenger of Allah said. Kana shaykhu lana fi Yemen, ismuhu Abu Muhammad, Abdurrahman Hamza. Kana qawiyan jitan fil fiqh. We had a shaykh in Yemen. And then we'll get back to the lesson, ya ikhwan. His name was Abu Muhammad, Abdurrahman Hamza. He used to ask the students of knowledge a lot of questions. So he would ask the students question, questions. When the student would say, Ya Shaykh, some scholars say this, other scholars say that, that didn't really amaze him as much. He'd be like, oh, that's alhamdulillah. But when the sister began, قال الله تعالى يا شيخ الشيخ يفرح بفرح شديد. When the sister would say, يا شيخ, Allah Taala says, the Messenger of Allah says, this made the sheikh happy. This brought an extreme happiness to his heart when they answered like that. The Messenger of Allah said, Allah Taala said, and this is knowledge, Yaqwan. العلم ليس حفظ الأراء أبداً. Knowledge is not memorizing opinions. That's not knowledge, إخوان. العلم قال الله قال رسول الله وقال صحابة. What is knowledge? Knowledge is Allah said, the Prophet said, and the companions understood. That's knowledge, إخوان. فعلينا بالحفظ الكتاب وحفظ السنة. So it's upon us to learn the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of His Messenger, عليه الصلاة والسلام. طائر.طائر.قال.أحد.الشعراء.one.of.the.poets.he.used.to.say.وهذا.يذكر.في.كتاب.الشرف.أصحاب.الحديث.in.this.is.mentioned.in.the.book.the.honor.of.the.people.of
Humu ahlun nabi wa in. The people of hadith, they are the people of the Prophet. Although, ahlul hadith, humu ahlun nabi wa in. The people of hadith, they are the people of the Prophet. Although, next line. Lam yashabu, lam yashabu nafsahu, anfasahu sahibu. Ahlul hadithi hum ahlul nabi wa in. The people of hadith, they are the people of the Prophet. Although, lam yashabu nafsahu. They did not accompany him. They did not accompany him. And fasahu sahibu. But their speech, their breath, accompany. What does that mean? The people of Hadith, the people of Hadith that came after the Prophet, they weren't around in his time, they didn't meet him. But they narrate the hadith. Call a Nabi, call a Nabi, call a Nabi, call a Nabi. So their speech is about him narrating his hadith, sahibu. So their speech accompanied, meaning the Messenger, alayhi salatu salam. So the two lines once again. Ahlul hadithi humu ahlul nabiyyi wa in. Ahlul hadithi. The people of Hadith, they are the people of the Prophet. Although, Lam Yashabu Nafsahu. Lam Yashabu Nafsahu. Although they did not accompany him, they were not his companions. They weren't there when he was around. And Fasahu Sahibu. But their breaths, their speech, Sahibu accompanied him. It's a beautiful uh, piece of poetry. And it shows the virtues of the people of Hadith. May Allah make us in you from the students of Hadith, from the people of Al Hadith. Who can repeat that piece of poetry? Who else here, Khwan? Any of our daughters wrote it down? Their speech accompany. You could say their speech or their breath. Although they did not accompany him. Anfasahu, their speech, they're narrating the hadith. You students of hadith, you're accompanying the Messenger salam, when you narrate his hadith. Yaqulu an al-imam ibn Hajar rahimahullah ta'ala an zawjatihi. The wife of ibn Hajar, she narrates this incident. Qala kuntu agarru an kutubihi akthar mimman mimma tazawwaja bi thalatha. She said, Ibn Hajar used to spend a lot of time in his library. He didn't really spend a lot of time with his family because he was busy studying and memorizing. Somebody's going to say, hey, what about the wives? That's true. You have to give everybody their right. 
لكن أحيانا يميل العبد بدون قصد إلى حب العلم إلى حب طلب العلم But sometimes you're not staying away from your wives, your women on purpose They may say you're always in the masjid We barely get to see you You're always there It's not on purpose Sometimes you just love learning You love the classes You love praying in jama'ah So you're going to be found in the masjid a lot Sometimes your wives, your women may get offended So his wife said I was more jealous of his books Than if he had three wives <laughs> She said I preferred if he had three Go marry three of them She was more jealous of the time he spent with his books And that happens in Ikhwan Sometimes you love knowledge You get home, your wife is talking to you MashaAllah today I was with the kids And you're memorizing You're going over the hadith and she's telling you about her day. I went to Walmart. It was crowded. Mashallah. I had to wait there. The meat was spoiled. They didn't have my sherbet. I tried to get that biryani rice that you love from the Somalian community. I can't make it like they make it. I'm trying my best. And you're just listening. Going over the narration. You're not being rude on purpose. But you just love the knowledge. You just love learning. And sometimes the women, they're going to get offended. That's going to happen. You try your best. To be kind, apologize. As soon as you walk in, whatever I did, I'm, I'm sorry. Just take the blame, Ya Khwan. Be the better Muslim. No problem. As soon as she goes and says, hey, why did. I'm sorry, astaghfirullah. Wa Let's get back to the lesson, Ya Khwan. Anyone has a benefit to mention so far from their notes? Who can mention something from their notes? Let's take it back to Yemen, inshallah, for a moment. All of you are going to mention a benefit. How many sisters we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Only those who have a notebook. Share something you wrote from your notes. Has to be something you wrote. No other benefit. Something you wrote. Father. Sheikh Hassan. Now it's just what Muhammad said. What Allah said. And what Muhammad said. And what the companions are Knowledge is what Allah said. You want true knowledge? Memorize what Allah said. You want true knowledge? Memorize what the Prophet of Allah said. You want true knowledge? Memorize what the companion said. Knowledge is Allah said. The Prophet said. The companion said. There's a statement called Jawamir Kalam that the Prophet was blessed with. He can say words that are few in number, but they are vast. And Benefit or meaning, Jameen, a man called Hada, who said that? Abdullah Mubarak, he said, Al Isnadu Miladin, Lord Al Isnadu, Lakala Mansha Masha. The chain of narration is from the religion. If it was not for the chain of narration, anyone could say whatever he wanted to say. Father. The people of Hadith, they are the people of the Prophet. MashaAllah, sent. The people of Hadith are the people of the Prophet. May Allah make us from the people of Hadith, the Ikhwan. Tell them. There are how many types of Hadith? There are three types of Hadith. Uh. Sahih, Hasan, Da'if. There are three types of Hadith. Sahih, Hasan, Da'if. And within Sahih, there are two categories. Uh. Within Hasan, there are two categories of, as well. Uh. And then the rest fall under Da'if. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Our new brother, what's your name? I met you at the park, working out. MashaAllah. May Allah bless you. What workout you did that day? You jogged? Yeah. MashaAllah. How many times you went around? 
only can go around. That park is big, Yechwan. The Mackin Park. I only can go around two times. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> That's a nice park to jog around. Sorry, give us, you came a little late. No problem. Give us a benefit that you learned so far. Something you learned tonight. If you remember. You came slightly late. Labas. Give us a benefit of seeking knowledge. Al-Isnad, who said that? Sufyan Al-Thawri. That the chain of narration is the weapon of the believer. Memorize this. This is your homework for tonight. The chain of hadith is the weapon of the believer. The chain of hadith, when you mentioned the men, Qala al-Bukhari rahim Allah ta'ala hadathan Abdullah ibn Zubayr. The men of the hadith, learning the chain, this is your weapon. This is how you know if the hadith is authentic or if it's weak. Some scholars say if you mention the chain, ليس عليك أن تبين هل هذا الحديث ضعيف أو صحيح. لماذا? Let's see who knows. We gave you this benefit in Ramadan. If you mention the chain of narration, you don't have to say if it's authentic or weak. Why not? Because the people, I wasn't there for that. If I mention the chain of, if I mention the whole hadith, I don't have to say and this hadith is authentic. If the people are people of knowledge or like uh, trustworthy, uh, then that should be sufficient. Super close. Huh? They were precise. But why don't I have to tell you if the hadith is authentic or not? Because you saying it is a proof that it's authentic. Uh, or? Ah, uh, close. You guys are on the same boat. You can tell like the times of the people that's consistent. So what am I saying? All three of you are close. One of our sisters. If I mention the whole chain, I don't have to say after it, and this hadith is daif. Why don't I have to do that? Because you can mention the whole chain. Huh? If, you, it was, if it was authentic, you couldn't mention the whole chain. Our brother says, if the hadith was weak, I can't mention the chain. Oh. There are no weak hadith that have chains? Yeah. <laughs> hey, they have to have, they're going to have chains here, Juan. Oh, nobody remember this benefit. The reason you don't have to say if the hadith is authentic or weak, because I just did it. If it's weak, I just showed you it's weak. If it's authentic, I just showed you it's authentic. How did I do that? By explaining the chain. By mentioning the chain. Just because you don't know who's in the chain, doesn't mean it's not mentioned. If the shaykh comes and says, قَالَ الْإِمَامُ الْمُسْلِمْ رَحِيمَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَ حَدَّثْنَا مُحَمَّدٍ مُثَنَّةٍ قَالَ حَدَّثْنَا طَيْبٍ Al-Zuhri, and he mentions the whole chain. He doesn't have to say after that, and this hadith is weak. He just clarified it. He doesn't have to say it's authentic. Why? He just did it. You guys with me? So even if you don't know the weakness, he's mentioned it. He said it. So this is why you don't have to say if the hadith is authentic, if you mention the whole chain. What's the most authentic book of hadith? One of our daughters. Trick question, don't rush. Trick question. The most authentic book of hadith, don't rush. Huh? Bukhari. Huh? You all agree? They all agree? Oh. Ajabtum wa akhtaptum. You guys answered and you are wrong. The most, uh, our Sheikh says Muslim. Oh, Ajabo Akta. He answered he is incorrect. 
Sahil Bukhari, Akhtakta, incorrect, and the Quran. I said, don't rush, trick question. I didn't say that was authored by man, no. The most authentic book of Hadith. How can we call the Quran a Hadith? The Quran is a Hadith. Hadith means speech. Allah refers to his Quran as a Hadith. So if you say, what's the most authentic book of Hadith? The Quran. If you say the most authentic book of Hadith, Musannafa. That has been authored, meaning by mankind. Now our sisters are right. Al-Bukhari. This is why the scholars of Hadith, they say, As-Sahul Hadithi Ba'd Al-Qur'an. Al-Bukhari. Wa Muslim. Allah sent. Allah Ta'ala, He says, And Allah sent down Ahsan Al-Hadith. Allah sent down to mankind the best Hadith. I sent him. So many of the scholars, they say, the best or the most authentic book of hadith after the Qur'an. Why do they say after the Qur'an? Because the Qur'an is a book of hadith. Sometimes the scholars are asked, what's the best book of hadith? The shaykh says the book of Allah. Because the Qur'an is a book of hadith. Ta'ayat, who's turned for some benefit? We didn't get to this side of the room. Shaykh Myra, Allah. Give us a benefit from your notes. Majority of hadiths are da'if. Majority of the hadith are da'if. The majority of the categories. You could say that. Ta'i, a beloved brother with the nice hair. Who doesn't matter. He doesn't need a comb or a brush. He just needs his hand. I see when they playing ball. All the brothers are trying to get their hair together to come pray. My beloved brother, he just takes his hand. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you, Akhi. He got the nice. You use coconut oil? What do you use? MashaAllah. It's from Allah, yeah. The shape be like this. I saw him on the eat. He, he ain't even on the Even on the eat. Alhamdulillah. Oh, yeah. Father Shaykh said, give us a benefit. Father. Ah. Shu'ara. If you make it ahadu, mudaf mudaf ilay. No. Jamilan, Jamilan. Father Shaykh, give us a benefit. Faidatan, inshallah ta'ala. Something you remember from tonight's class. The brothers mentioned many benefits tonight. You don't have to say this is from Rasul if the hadith is not authentic. But if you mention the whole chain, you don't have to say if it's authentic or weak. No, I mean, if we are not sure or something. Hey, if you don't know that the Prophet of Allah say it, don't say it. Why? Why do we say if you don't know it for sure, don't say it? Because the Prophet said, whoever, it's grave sin. whoever lies upon me intentionally, the lamb prepared to take his seat in the hellfire. Some narrations don't say the word intentionally. Some scholars, they say, if you say the Prophet of Allah said something he didn't say, you lied upon him. I'll give you another benefit. If you narrate a hadith in a language that the Prophet didn't say it in, you also lied upon the Prophet. فَنَقُلْ مَثَلًا قَالَ نَبِيٍّ ثُمَّ أَنْقُلُ عَنْهُ بِالْإِنْكْلِنْزِيَّةِ 
هو ما تكلم ولو كلمة واحدة من الإنجليزية فهذا كذب على النبي I'll give an example I say to you ونعوذ بالله The Prophet said And then I mention a hadith in English The Prophet never spoke English So that's a lie upon him عليه الصلاة والسلام that's different if you the point is that if you believe it's authentic yeah. if you believe it's daif mm -hmm. then don't refer to the prophet okay. now so how would you be able to to narrate it that's a good question nobody asked that earlier how can you narrate a weak hadith Imam Malik used to say, Qila an Nabi. It was said from the Prophet. So you're not attributing it to him. Some say, Qila anhu. It was said from him. So you don't say, the Prophet said. That's a difference of meaning. You say, Qila an Nabi. Somebody said that the Prophet said. It was mentioned, the Prophet said. But you never say, Qala Nabi. If you don't know it to be authentic, then you don't. Attributed to the Messenger This is what knowledge does How would you do a hadith in English? In English What do you do? You want to clarify the hadith or You want to mention the hadith But you only have the meaning of it How can you do it? You're talking in another language What do you say? Yeah, you can say narrated by the Messenger of Allah Or this is the translation of what, this, what he said this is the meaning, this is the rendering in the English language. If you don't mention the hadith first, then you say this is the translation of, or the rendering into the English language, or the meaning of the hadith, but you can't say the Prophet said. You say the Prophet narrated? If you say the Prophet narrated, same thing. If you're going to quote it, quote it. If you don't, if you're in another language, say this is the rendering of what the Prophet said, this is the translation of what the Prophet said. But don't say nothing to the best of your ability unless you know ya khwan. Khudu hadha qa'idatan. Take that as a principle. Take that as a principle. La naqulu shay'an shakkan. You don't say anything in doubt. Nothing. Law qa'idatan ma, ayatan ma, hadithan ma, kalimatan ma, hukman ma. You don't say nothing doubtfully. Not a principle, not a verse, not a hadith, not an Arabic word, not a ruling. The Karna Amsi or Kabala Ams fit Darus Sa'alna Laakh, who Ahad Min Aulad, who Kalila Adiri, who had the Sahih, Mandu and Hadihi Al Asila, who had the Suad, who Kalila Adiri, who had the Sahih. Yesterday or so, one of the boys, may Allah preserve him and his family and his teachers, we asked him a question. He said, I don't know, Yahi. That's Islam. If you know, you give it. We ask the baby girl, what's the ruling of this? She says, call Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, that's Islam. She says, ma indi ilmun an hadha. I don't have no knowledge to support that. Sheikh Mara asked us a question yesterday. Kayf al-malaikatu yaktubuna niya fuqunna la nadiri. Ma indina dalilun ala hadha al-qawl. He asked a good question. Probably one of the best questions we heard at this masjid. Allah Alam, we don't want no one to get offended. We know the Somaliyun, they can fight, mashallah. We don't want no trouble, yeah, khwan. These are just jokes, yeah, khwan. I don't want no one to get offended. <laughs> then we're going to leave. Man, the brother always talking about we fighting. We, we <laughs> 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 
We know the people are just playing yeah. Wow. Alhamdulillah. So now, perhaps one of the best questions. He said, what's the proof that the angels write down our intentions? We said, Allah, I don't have no proof to support that. I've never learned no ayah, no hadith to support that the angels write the niyyah. Allah knows the niyyah, but the angels, what's the proof? So don't ever be afraid to say, I don't know. الإمام مالك كان يسأل عن أكثر من أربعين مسائل في يوم واحد في جلسة واحدة. The great Imam Malik of Medina, he was asked one day in one sitting, uh, more than one sitting, over a period of days, over forty questions. شخص ترك عائلته. A man left his family. لطلب العلم عند الإمام مالك وسأله عدة أسئلة. So he wanted to seek knowledge with Imam Malik. He asked him many questions, over 40. So most of the questions Imam Malik said, I don't know. Allah knows best. Never heard of that. Don't have no proof of that. Allah I don't know. The man got mad. Ya Imam, taraktu zawjati wa aylati. لأسألك أسئلة وأكثرها أنت تقول لا أدري الله أعلم ماذا أقول عائلتي ماذا أقول قومي so he said oh imam I left my wives I left my family I left my people to ask you questions and most of them you say I don't know الله أعلم what am I going to go back and tell them what did Imam Malik say he said tell them أن مالك بن أنس قال أنه لا يدري he said, tell them that Malik ibn Anas said, I don't know. That's what knowledge does, Yekhwah. Knowledge doesn't make you mutakabbiran, doesn't make you arrogant, doesn't make you look down upon the people. Oh, miskeen, hell, Knowledge makes you mutawadi'an. It's not going to make our beloved sister think she's better than the other sister. Never. She's going to see herself lowlier than her. It's going to make her more humble. This is true knowledge. This is true knowledge. So let's get back to the. Did our sister give us a benefit from your notes? All the brothers went? Father. Mm. The people of Hadith, of the people of the Prophet, although they did not accompany him, they're, uh, they're special. <coughs> MashaAllah, I sent. That's collected by the Imam al Khatib al Baghdadi in his book, Sharaf uh, Ashab al Hadith. The nobility of the people of Hadith. Our sisters that have taken some notes one by one. Give us a benefit, something you wrote, something you learned. No other classes, something you wrote in class. Can we say what? Can we say what was written Can we say that was already, if you have something, something new, give us a new benefit. If you don't have nothing new, just give us any benefit you have. The author began with the authentic hadith because the Sahih hadith is the most famous. MashaAllah, good benefit. Alati ba'daha, next sister. The chain of the hadith is the weapon of the believer. Who said that? Who said that, Yahwa? Sufyan al Thawri. Alati ba'daha, next sister, give us a benefit.
The hadith in al Amal bin Niyat is entered into more than 70 chapters of Al-Fiqh. Who said that? Uh, not Imam Malik. Close though. Imam al-Shafi'i. Imam Malik's student. They used to call al-Shafi the little Malik. He used to blind follow Imam Malik in the beginning. Sometimes you blind follow your Shaykh. That happens. When I first went to Yemen, whatever I saw my Shaykh do, I did it. Doesn't mean it's right. And then I remember one day, كنت أصلي متوكيا عن you know متوكيا عن يا إخوان when you sit like this on your butt I used to sit like this only in the fourth rakaah uh, the fourth or third rakaah prayer and that's what I saw my sheikh do so in the beginning you can say I was a blind follower that's okay you can say that ثم درست صلاةً then I studied the hadith uh, the salah of the, of the prophet فَسَأَلْتُ نَفْسِي مَا دَلِيرُ عَلَى هَذَا So I tried to learn a proof for every position in the prayer. So I asked myself, if you're going to sit like that in the fourth and third only, what's your proof? And I couldn't come up with a proof. And I said, well, I saw the shaykh do it. That's not a proof, ya So, knowledge helps you not blind follow, ya Sometimes you're going to ask even yourself, what's your proof? If you don't have no proof, they say, Allah it's going to help you not speak a lot. Go home, when you go home, and you say, hey, let's only speak with Quran and Sunnah. Everybody's going to shut up. You go home and say, hey, whatever you say, you have to bring your ayat or your hadith. It's going to stop arguing, mashallah. You go home to your wife, hey, hey, only speak to me in Arabic. That's the way to get out of arguments. Alhamdulillah, she knows 10 words. She can't argue with you now. So what she studies Arabic? Oh, now you jammed up. <laughs> That'd be a nice way, Ikhwan. Especially for the children. Sometimes you'll be amazed, Ikhwan. And it's the virtue of you brothers that study Arabic. Likewise, you sisters, speak Arabic more. For example, sometimes it's going to benefit you firstly, and then the people that listen. Maybe one day we'll come for Jumu'ah, only Jumu'ah in Arabic. Hoping that what? What do we hope if we do that? What do we hope? Motivation. Hey, it encourages the people to learn Arabic. Now somebody's going, hey, I'm never going back to Masjid Salam. They're crazy. They only speak Arabic. So you got to be in the middle. At any rate, sometimes we do that in class one day. Only Arabic. Hopefully, the people will be more encouraged. Be more diligent. Memorize your words. Write down your words a hundred times each. You learn the words. Use them, ya ikhwan. Use them. By now, half of you and our sisters, mashallah, should be speaking way more Arabic by now. Don't be shy. You're going to make an error. Some of us, I don't speak Arabic because if I, get a, I make a mistake. Who cares, ya ikhwan? Who doesn't make a mistake in Arabic? Who cares? Let the people laugh at you. Alhamdulillah. Let them people say this and this and this. They're going to, oh, he's showing off. Now he's the sheikh or she's the sheikh. Alhamdulillah. That happens, ya ikhwan. At any rate, you be sincere, you be diligent, and may Allah ta'ala bless you both. Our sister says, what about translating? Translating is one thing. If you quote the Prophet of Allah in Arabic, and then you translate, that's different. You already mentioned what he said. So now you're translated, that's different. That's different. But to quote the Messenger of Allah in Spanish, he never spoke Spanish. If I say to you, Allah says, say, Billah, say to them, O Muhammad, that he Allah is one. This is gonna say, hey, hey, ya Ustad, hadha fi ayi surah, what surah is that? 
I can't say Surah Al-Ikhlas. You can't say that. That's the translation. That's the rendering of, into English. That's not what Allah said. Ta'i. Is there a sin upon you? According to the hadith, the Messenger of Allah says, Whoever lies upon me intentionally. There's some narration that the word intentionally is not there. Some scholars say it's the same. No? What if uh, your intention was not to necessarily say that the Prophet said that? You meant to translate it, but you didn't say I'm going to translate it. If you just say the translation, inshallah, without the, the quoting of the Prophet, we hope there's no sin there. It's better that you don't say what the Prophet said, or that you don't say except what the Prophet said. Translating is one thing. Saying is rendering to English is another thing. Breaking it down is another thing. But quoting the Prophet, if I say the Prophet said, all actions are based upon intentions. What hadith did the Prophet say that in? No hadith. That's the translation of what the Prophet said. Two different things there. What if you say, in a hadith, and then blank, blank, blank? In a hadith, tayyib. Here you're not attributing to the Prophet. Inshallah, there's no sin there. Or there's no wrong there. No. Uh, so uh, what if you let's say, you know a hadith, we know if it's like authentic or not. And, but you want to keep it to yourself. You don't want to say it. You hold the sin for that. There will be no sin if you're not mentioning it because you don't know. Let's say, say you know it's authentic, but you want to keep it to yourself. Could be. That would be um, that from hiding the knowledge. You know something to be correct, and you're hiding on purpose. It depends on why. One of the sisters, mashallah, she's a little more spicy than the other sisters. So her companion wants to correct her. But she knows if I correct Khadija, Khadija, mashallah, she's a little spicy. We're going to start arguing, we're going to be in the masjid. So she may say, I'll tell her later on to avoid the fitna. I'll let Ummi correct her. That's from wisdom. One of the brothers comes in wearing a Mr. T gold chain. It's not allowed for the men to wear gold. It's allowed for the women, but not for the men. Somebody can say, hey, the men can't wear gold. Not in this life. The women can wear gold. Yes. So the brother comes in with a gold chain. لكن لا يصلي صلاة صحيحة من يبدأ بالذهب لا يوجد. He comes in and he doesn't know how to pray correctly. He's a new Muslim. He puts his left on his right. He makes sujood before record. He's not facing the Qibla. He recites ikhlas then al-fatiha. He gives his salams to the left and then the right. He makes his dua backwards. Nobody's going to be, even the baby left. Nobody's going to begin with, Ya Akhi, let me give you some advice. Wearing gold is haram. No, he don't know how to pray. He put ikhlas in the place of Fatiha. He put his left on his right. He gave salam to the left. And there were nobody from wisdom. Salam alaikum. Kavik. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to begin giving da'wah like that. There's a principle in da'wah. What's his principle? Al-Badu bilaham falaham. You begin with the most important, and then the next most important, and then the next most important, and then the next most important. That's a principle in da'wah. You're going to start off with the most important, 
You go to a group of people, they're non-Muslims. You're not going to start off with, let me teach you why the men are allowed to marry more than one. Nobody's going to begin like that. Let me teach you women why it's obligatory to cover. No, they're not Muslims. Let's start off with Al-Tawheed. Let's start off with Al-Aqidah. Let's start off with Al-Iman. Now your Iman is correct. Let's start off with the prayer. That's something that many of us skip. The Salah. When was the last time we studied the Salah, Yaqwan? You'll be amazed. If we ask one another proofs about the Salah, only a few of us can answer. These are things that we skip. We can talk about this and this and this and this. <coughs> what about the things we're going to be asked about? Yom Qiyamah. You go home and ask your family. Hey, tell me how the Prophet made wudu. If I can't make wudu, then most likely I can't make salah. These are the essential things that we should learn, ya ikhwan. A few minutes left. Our last sister give us a benefit, inshallah. And then we'll ask one last question, bithnillahi ta'ala. Someone we didn't hear from yet, give us a benefit. Huh? It's okay to be shy, Sahih. We learned the conditions of the authentic hadith. And we mentioned the conditions of the hadith to be authentic. There are five. What's the first? Ittisal as The chain has to be complete. If one of these conditions is missing, just one, then the hadith is not authentic. First condition, Ittisal as The chain has to be complete. It, uh, what did we learn? Ittisal. No. Ittisal as-sanad. Ittisal as-sanad. From the verb ittasala. Ittasala means to be connected. Sometimes you call someone on the phone, you say, Ana attasilu bika. I'm going to call you. It doesn't mean to call. I'm going to be connected to you by phone. Ittasala means to connect. You see, I have a question. But it's not connected to class. The teacher may say, no problem. Some teachers, they only like questions of the class. And that's okay, Yekhwan. I had a brother years ago, Rahimahullah, passed away. One of my closest companions, Shaykh Khalid. May Allah have mercy upon his soul. He used to speak, but he would speak slow. Rahimahullah. Well, if he also did dars, kana daiman lahu suwal. In the middle of the class, he always had a question. فَعِنْدَمَ يَسْأَلُوا النِّسَا يَغْضِبْنَ عَلَيْهِ كَثِيرًا بِشِدَّةً Anytime he asked a question, the women, they would get offended. Because it would take so long to ask the question. And they would say, hey, on the women's class. We had a class for the women at that masjid. And the sister would say, hey, this is our night. But every time he asked a question, by the time he, he finishes, the class is over. Why don't you ever cut him off? I said, that's my brother. He's my elder. If he's going to take long, he's going to take long. I can't cut him off. That's my sheikh, my elder. So he would take a long time to ask the question, Ya Khwan. At any rate, it's all knowledge, alhamdulillah. But some people don't like questions in the middle. Some teachers like questions at the end. The teacher has the right, wallah alam, to see how the class is going to go. Some teachers don't like questions. No problem. So it depends on the teacher. Every teacher is different, Ya Khwan. Some teachers, they say, don't write. Some teachers, they say, write. 
We say write, yeah, khwan. Alhamdulillah. It's beneficial to write down the notes. At any rate, everyone has their own style, their own preference. And that's okay, alhamdulillah. Second condition. Who's Adalab of what? I sent Adalatul Ruwat. Each narrator has to have this Adala. Has to be a good Muslim. Has to be upright. Has to be noble. Doesn't mean he's not going to commit a sin. No. But he can't fall into sins more than he falls into actions of obedience. He has to be upright. Has to be a good Muslim. Adalatul Ruwat. Number two. Each narrator has to be upright. Number three. Each narrator has to have accuracy, precision in what he narrates. Has to have the utmost memorization. Has to have this dot precision. The sister she gets 99 on every test. 98, 97. She has this bop, this bop, this precision. So now we have three. Itisalu sanat. Adalatu rawat. The chain has to be complete. If the chain is broke, the hadith is not authentic. If one of the narrators does not have adala, the chain is not, the hadith is not authentic. If one of the narrators has a weak memory, you dropped your phone, Sheikh. Then the chain, the hadith is not authentic. Number four. No shad. Adam shad. It can't have any shad. Can't have any shad. What is shad? Ma ma'ana shad? When a reliable narrator opposes the work of a more reliable I sent. I sent. When a reliable narrator has to be reliable, not a weak narrator, two sisters are arguing. Both of them are reliable. The one that's more reliable, more memorized, Khadija is more memorized than Amatullah. Right? So Amatullah is opposing Khadija. So since Khadija is more memorized, Amatullah's statement is Shad. Because she's opposing someone that's more memorized than her. This is Shad. Or the singular person is going against the majority. So Khadija and Amatullah are contradicting. Hafsa, Fatima, Um Salama. So two against three. So the two, they will be shad. But they have to be both reliable. If one is daif, then this is called something else that escapes me, Ikhwan. If one is weak, that has another name. If they both are reliable, this is called shad. So the fourth condition is Adam al-Shad. You can't have Shad in the hadith to be Hassan uh, Sahih. And the last condition, what type of Illah? Adam al-Illati al-Qadiha. It can't have the weakness that affects the hadith. Not every weakness affects. We learned the weaknesses are of two types. Illatun Qadiha wa Illatun Ghayru Qadiha. The weakness that makes the hadith weak and the weakness that does nothing to the hadith. Like that. All right, who can repeat all five conditions? Tada. Itisalu sanat. Adilu adalatu ruwat. Adalatu ruwat. And ruwat. And then free from shad. Adamu shad. Adamu illat al qadiha. 
Connected chain. Each narrator has to have this adala. Each narrator has to have a good uh, accuracy in their memorization with the narrate. The hadith can't have shad. And a hadith can't have the weakness that makes the hadith weak. If you guys don't have anything to add there, naktafi bihada, we'll suffice ourselves with that portion of the class. The last one, ya ikhwan, al-illatu tanqasim al-qismain. Weaknesses are divided into two types. Fal-illatu qadihatu hiya al-illatu lati taj'alu al-hadith da'ifa. So the hadith that is qadiha, what does it mean qadiha? It affects the hadith. A brother comes in with dirty shoes on. And he says, I'm going to pray on the sunnah. And he comes on with filthy sandals. You say, no, no, no. You're affecting the musalla. This is not the sunnah of the messenger of Allah. So his dirty shoes is going to make the carpet dirty. So it's the illa that makes the hadith weak. Not every weakness is weak. One of the companions' name is not mentioned. I say to you, Qala Hassan al-Basri an ahad al-Ashab al-Nabi an al-Nabi. I say Hassan al-Basri, he's a tabi'i. He said, one of the companions said, the Messenger of Allah said, is this chain authentic or, 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 or broken? Why is it broken? Hey, it's authentic. Somebody said broken. Why is it broken? Those who said broken. Hassan al-Basri al-Tabi'i, he says, one of the companions said that the Prophet said. The companion is not mentioned. He's not mentioned. So it's broken. On the surface, it looks like that chain is broken. On the surface. Why is it broken on the surface? The companion is not mentioned. Right? Hassan al-Basri says, Haddathana ahadu ashaban nabi, anin nabi, al-Tabi'i, Hassan al-Basri. He says, one of the companions said, the Prophet said, it looks like this chain is munqatir, broken, right? But it's not broken. It's actually mutasir. How is it connected? Is it because uh, the person who's anonymous is close to the Prophet? Not that he's close. <laughs> he is a companion. <laughs> and the companions don't have to be mentioned. MashaAllah. Yeah. 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 Okay, raise your voice. All of them are Udul. Allah Ta'ala gave them the highest testimony. Hey, so you never have to say who narrated the hadith. That's not obligation. Some brothers think, hey, you mentioned sometimes and then you mentioned the narrator. Do we have to say it like that? No. It's not a condition. Saying what book is in is not a condition. The condition is mentioning what's authentic. You don't have to come and say, قالت عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم والحديث عند البخاري مصمة الترمذي. لا هذا ليس بشرط. You don't have to say the narrator what book is in. None of that's a condition. It's just better. It makes your heart feel more. If I tell you what book you can go find it in, it makes your heart more at ease. But it's not obligatory. What's obligatory is what's authentic. You can say the Prophet of Allah said. The Prophet of Allah said. The Prophet of Allah said, and if these hadith are authentic, that's your obligation. That's it. But sometimes the scholars of hadith go a step further. And they mention who narrated it. What book is in. Who said it's weak. That's different. They're giving you what's better. They're giving you what's better. Like our beloved man called the Adhan outside. 
Not all of the mu'adhins here do that. It's not a condition. But it's better. That's how Bilal did it. He went outside. And that's the origin. That you go outside and call the adhan. Someone's going to say, what about the microphone? Is that a bid'ah? Is that an innovation? Who can answer? No. Uh, no. It's not an innovation to have a microphone. It's an innovation, but it's not. This question will be loved, little brother, our little sheikh. What's your name, man? Mubadi. Is it something new to have a microphone? Did they have this in the time of the Prophet? The microphone? The answer is no. So it's an innovation. Is it religious? No. The answer is no. The microphone wasn't made for the Muslims, wasn't made for the worship of Allah. No, we just use it. We just use it religiously. Like an iPad. It's a bid'ah. Yes. Bid'ah means what? Innovation. Translation. Innovation. What does it mean? Hey, something new. Not easy, but new. Something new. Bid'ah means amrun jadid. Memorize that. The word bid'ah. In the Arabic language means something new. The shape of our thobes, how we got buttons, we got pockets. Some of the sis, mashallah, they got that rhinestone. She has a name on it. <coughs> Somalia forever. Alhamdulillah. All that's an innovation. No. Alhamdulillah. Meaning something new. It's not religious. Our sister had her hand up. <laughs> The, say it again. The tasbih. The tasbih, oh, the dhikr beats. Ah. We mentioned this because our beloved sister mentioned this. What's the ruling of using the dhikr beats? We'll give you two positions of the ulama. First opinion from the people of knowledge is that the dhikr beads is something new. You shouldn't use them. It's an innovation in the religion. Second opinion. They're not an innovation, but you shouldn't use them because they oppose how the Prophet used to make dhikr. Some scholars say they're innovations. Other scholars say, no, they didn't exist in the time of the Prophet, but there was something similar to that. The Prophet of Allah passed by one of the women after the Fajr prayer, and she was using something similar to make a dhikr. She was using rocks to count. She would say, SubhanAllah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, and use rocks to count. And the Prophet did not deny this, but he gave her something better to say. Sheikh Fozan says, Hafidullah Ta'ala, this is a proof that it's better not to call the dhikabees a bid'ah, but to call them mukhalifatun li sunnah, that they oppose. Somebody's going to say, but doesn't a bid'ah oppose? Yes, for two different terms. One is a bid'ah, one is mukhalifah. For example, making wudu from the left side, is that accepted? Yeah. Our Sheikh says no. Our Sheikh says yes. Our Sheikh says yes, from the left. He says, Bismillah, and washes the left arm. Is that a bid'ah? Yeah. Sheikh says yes. Huh? Yeah. Myra, I don't know. That's good. Yeah. Tayyip, 
You can't say it's a bid'ah. It's mukharaf al sunnah. It's not a bid'ah because it's under the meaning of the ayah, Surah Maida. When the verse came down, Allah Ta'ala says, إِذَا قُمْتُ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ فَاقْسِلُوا وُجُوهَكُمْ وَأَيْدِيَكُمْ إِلَى الْمَرَافِقِ Al-Ayah, Surah Maida. Whenever you stand for prayer, wash your faces and your hands. Allah didn't say which hands first or second. Where do we get which hand is first or second? In the sunnah. Starting from your right, is it obligatory? No. Answer is no. You could. But it's better not to. It's better to do what the Prophet did. But is it obligatory? No. The scholars of Al-Fiqh, they don't say that. Ta'ib. Coming in the masjid. It's a sunnah to come in on what foot? Hadith Anas. Your right foot. Is it obligatory? No. Answer is no. If you come in on your left, is that a bid'ah? No. It's mukhalifatun the sunnah. He's opposing the sunnah. You guys with me? What about the intention? The intention has a play. Yes. But you have the niyyah and then you have the action. Not every intention means your action is accepted. Two parts. Your intention is shay, something. And then you have the action. كَمْ مِنَّا عِنْدَنَا نِيَّاتٌ حَسَنَةٌ لَكِنَّ الْعَمَلِ لَيْسَ صَحِيحًا How many of us have good intentions? But the action is false. It happens many times. Many times. So the intention is one thing. The man who robs the bank, I'm not telling you to rob a bank, ya ikhwan. Hadha haram. Hadha laysa islami. That's not my islam. Lakin lahu zawja wa lahu awlaad wa hubita min amalihi yahtaji la ta'am, yahtaji la sharab, yahtaji la malabis. The brother just lost his job. He has a wife. He has children. He has no food. He comes to the masjid. We, you know how we do. Get out of here. Tell you. No drink. No clothes. So he says, Stuck for Allah wa late, and he goes somewhere and he gets some money. That's haram to get the money. You say, Why did you do that? He said, I had to feed my family. That's logical. He needed food, he needed drink, he needed clothes. I understand why you did it. That doesn't make it right. Your intention is one thing. But how many times a person has a good intention, but his action is false? Likewise, you can have a good action and the intention can be false. How many times the brother, he's in here by himself. MashaAllah, he's reciting the Quran. No women are there. We always give this example, Ya Ikhwan. He's praying alone. Qul Allahu ahad. Allahu samad. Lam yalid wa lam yulad. He hear the sisters come in. You know, they make their salaykum kikiki wa And now, he stops. Fixes his stove, his imam, grabs it from his bag. Now he's today's husri, bomidi. And now, Alif Lam. All the tajweed, mashallah, Imam Ayub now. He's imitating our beloved Shaykh. That's good. To beautify your voice while you're reciting Quran, it's a sunnah. But his intention was to impress the girls, the sister. So his intention is bad, the action is good. So the intention is one thing, but the action is something else. You have to have both. Last question, inshallah. Irifai Khalilan, raise your voice slightly. Do you have to make wudu from what? From what? Toyib, making wudu in order is a sunnah. It's from the wudu. 
But there's some things, depending on what it is, that doesn't harm. However, the order of the wudu has to be there. Then we mentioned making wudu with the left hand first. We're not saying do that, ya ikhwan. It's better to start as the Prophet of Allah started. But it's not obligatory to start from the right. Like coming in the masjid, you come in with your left foot. You didn't do nothing wrong, but you didn't get a good deed either, for example. So making wudu in order is a sunnah of the Messenger والسلام, and it has to be there as the Messenger of Allah did it to the best of your ability. However, the body part, washing the feet, do you wash the right foot first or the left foot first? The sunnah you do the right foot, but if you did your left foot first, you didn't do nothing wrong, but you violated the sunnah of the Messenger والسلام, We'll stop there, Ikhwan. Wa jazakum alahu khayra. Wa subhanaka rahum wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilan tasarfu wa tubu alayk. Wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Fadhi, Ikhwan. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar.